episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. Uh, my name is Rick McClatchy. I am your host for this episode. We are going to be joining uh, my now good friend, Melton Weaver. He joined us for the last episode on the Growing Faith Podcast, where we talked about the difference between leading a group and just attending a group, and which one might be better for you, depending on what season of life you're in and what's going on around you. And I've invited him back for another episode, and we're going to talk about some of the challenging seasons you can be in as a person where your gut reaction might be to take a step back from leading your small group and and not do it. And, and sometimes that's the right call. But today we'd like to talk about a three option grid you can consider when thinking about, is this a season for me to continue leading a small group or should maybe I take a step back or, you know, what are my options here? And so uh, I'd like you to sit back uh, if you can, you know, maybe even take some notes or just really put on your listening ears. It's a great conversation, super honored to have Again, my friend Melton Weaver from Lafayette, Louisiana. And so we're going to go ahead and jump into that conversation right here. And I will catch you on the other side. Thanks for joining us again. And uh, so last time we got together, uh, we spent time talking about why it might be a good idea uh, to lead a group rather than just being a part of a group. And, and we had this great little thing right at the end, just about the, the benefit of interjecting fun. Uh, into the dynamic of the small group. And I really, even though that was not on our script, like we did, I, I really love the value that that brought to that particular episode. And so yeah. um, just a ton of fun doing that episode, excited to have you back. And so um, why don't you just kind of work. So today what we're going to talk about is how sometimes people step into seasons of their life where they feel like, you know what, I don't think I should be leading a small group right now. Mm. And so we would like to kick back and forth the idea, maybe you're right, maybe this is a season where it's not the best idea mm -hmm. for you to lead a small group because of this reason or that reason. But we also want to like push back a little, we want to challenge that thought a little that we don't just hang up the hat, throw in the towel and be done with it. And so we want to talk about like, maybe it's the right season to step to step aside, you know, what, mm -hmm. or, or maybe it's the best time to lead a small group. And so, right. um, so why don't you just talk about some of the challenging seasons you've seen small group leaders go through that, you know, maybe like kind of typical reasons why right. small group leaders would go, Oh, I think maybe I need to, maybe I need to not lead right now. What a great topic. I mean, this is, um, this is a very, I mean, this is, I mean, this, we can go a lot of ways with this, um, A, but I mean, this is, I know this is sensitive in a lot of areas, um, uh, but man, this is a very powerful topic because I've seen a lot of times where leaders will face challenges and then they'll use that as a reason not to lead, you know? Um, and, and, and for different reasons and, you know, and they, and, you know, and, and for every reason is an important reason for the person. Right. Uh, so I, I do, I do empathize with that. I mean, what, if it's a big deal to you, even though it might not seem like a big deal to me or somebody else, it's still a big deal because it's a big deal to you, you know, and, and my big deals might not be that big a deal to somebody else. Right. Um, uh, and so, but I've seen a lot of times they take those opportunities to step back out of leadership 
or for seasons of their life. And it, and it, and it started to bring up and a few years back, I started, you know, started to question that a lot more. Because if you look at uh, even like our pastors and other people in ministry and other people in leadership, when they're going through challenges, they don't get the chance to step back. They have to lead through, right? And then we even look at even in, in our own life, even our small group leaders who take those steps back, it is not like they take steps back in the marketplace, Right. They have to lead through in the marketplace. They have to lead through with their kids. They have to lead through in their in their marriage. They have to lead through in right. all these other areas of their life. Uh, but then they take the, the one area that's probably bringing the most impact that they probably get the most value from leading through. Uh, they the, the the thing that they're using those gifts and their talents, their purpose, their that's pushing them towards their calling, probably more so than any of those other areas. They take steps back from, and it's and it's and here's the thing, and you've probably even seen it. I'm sure in ministry yourself, you've been in ministry for a while. It's kind of it's kind of uh, become a pandemic of itself. Anytime there's a a, a challenge whether it be big or small, it's, it's a reason to step back. And so we started really challenging that a, a few years back and just go, man, you know, what could pe people be missing out on e from taking those steps back? What is God trying to add? Because in every season, that's a challenge. You're learning coming through there. We, God doesn't yep. not use challenges and, and areas of difficulty that are in our life for no reason. Right, you know, just do it for the, the 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 you know, for kicks and giggles, like we say down here. It's <laughs> it's to add to us and equip us and 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 grow us. But if we're in positions of leadership, he's probably wanting to add to us, equip us, and grow us in that position of leadership, which is why he's bringing us through that challenge while we're leading. And so we started really, I mean, really started to push back on folks when we would have leaders come up to us and they would, and, you know, and great reasons. And I'll give you some examples, you know, hey, uh, you know, we uh, had, uh, uh, we're moving. And, you know, this, see, we're moving from one side of the town to the other side or, or which in Lafayette is not that far from the other <laughs> side. You know, so, you know, this is not a big metropolis. I'm sure like Portland is way bigger than Lafayette. So it's not that, you know. You know, if they're moving from one side of Portland to the other, that might be a bigger deal. Moving <laughs> one from one side of Lafayette to the other. That's like 45 minute drive, not because it's far away, but because the traffic is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but here, these you know, we're moving. And, you know, so we'll be packing and shipping and truck yep. and all that stuff. So we're probably going to take a break for this season. Okay. Uh, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, people who are going through, uh, maybe they had death grief, you know, they've had death in the family or, uh, you know, they're, they're somebody's sick, you know, or they're having to, they take, they've taken on extra weight because of family pressure or something like that. So they go, man, we're going to take a step back in this season so that we can deal with this issue that that's come up that seems that, that is, we see it as kind of big, right? Right. And it has become bigger. 
Uh, so we want to take a step back from that. Or, you know, we've seen people who've had challenges in their marriage. And they go, man, you know, this maybe this is just a time we want to take a step back because we're having challenges in our marriage right now. We need to take a step back and just really focus on us for this season. You know, you've heard that, right? We don't really just focus on us for this season. And and we go, man, you know, but this in this arena, you're taking a step back, but you're not taking steps back in any other arena of your life. But this this is the arena where God is really stretching you. Or this is, might be the, re, this, the, the arena of your life where there's more eyes that are focused. And this is what I truly believe. There's more eyes that are focused on your walk and your Christian walk and how good of a Christian you can be and how morally upstanding you can be and how, you know, ethical you can be, you know. And so there's more scrutiny we feel, not necessarily that's really there, but that we feel that we put on ourselves and say, I don't want people to see me go through this because I'm supposed to be the leader. You're right. And if they feel like they can't meet this predetermined or preconceived notion of performance, then they think I have to take a step back. And I also would like to even just take a little bit of a detour and go, um, I imagine there's people listening, you know, right now that they're thinking, Melton, bro, like why, why in the world are you even pushing back? If somebody wants to, if somebody wants to take a break, let them take a break. You know, like why, why do we think it's such a big deal that, that this needs to be pushed back on? Like what's at stake when we talk about being a small group leader that it even matters? It's a great question. And, and my answer to that would be, is something because, you know, people I have had that talk and I go, look, my, what I am called here to do is help people get where they're supposed to be. Right. My, my job, according to the Bible is to equip people. And if I see that God is wanting to add something to you and that you're about to miss out on, because you have taken us taken a step back and I just was okay with it. Now I'm, I'm messing up. <laughs> right. Right. And I don't want to be in the position of messing up. I want to make sure you understand that you're about to walk through something or you're walking through something uh, and God knows what you're, he's, you're leading a small group. God knows that there are people that are looking at you. He's not shocked. He's not surprised. Right. He was, uh, it was, I had a pastor that said, God has never said, uh-oh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. God so, has never said, OMG. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it is, so he's going, there has to be something there that he's wanting to do through you because now you have people who are looking. So maybe it's not even you. Maybe somebody else needs to see you go through this. Maybe he's got people around you that are going to help you go through this. Amen. You know, those, those are two huge points right there. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go, like, it. go. Man, that's like, that's huge right there is I have so many thoughts coming about this soul, this whole conversation, because you know, you're right. Let's talk about that. Like your, your marriage is, you know, you're, you're, you know, like you're not on the brink of divorce, but man, you're, you're having a tough season. You want to take a step back. Well, maybe there's somebody in your group that needs to see 
you know what? Marriages go through hard seasons mm-hmm. and that Christianity isn't about perfect marriages. Right. It's oh, about real marriages. It's about real lives that are surrendered before the throne of God to say, Lord, help us. You know, Ephesians 5.21, out of reverence for Christ, submitting one to another. And, and or, or like you said, the, the next thing is maybe there's somebody in that group that's mm-hmm. going to change your life. It's going to alter your perspective. It, I mean, my marriage, I always say, I always tell people like my marriage uh, was saved be- before it needed saving uh, because I, because I was in a small group because uh, it, it helped adjust my perspective. It helped change yep. things in me that were really affecting my, my marriage negatively. And, and so I think the big, the big thing that gets in the way is we look at small groups, not as relationships, but as a task and as a ministry function. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where it's like, sometimes you think you need to take a step back, but it's like, man, in this season of your life, what is the right decision to take a step back from some of the closest relationships in your life? I mean, right. is that, is that the right decision? Is that the right move? And we have some, you know, some things we're going to throw in here at the, you know, towards the latter part of the conversation that it will give some framework. But, but I think we got to challenge ourselves because it's easy to slip into that mindset that we're not thinking of the small group as a set of relationships. We're thinking of mm-hmm. it as a ministry outlet, as a thing to do, as another task on our to-do list. And I think that's like, uh, thinking that will kind of poison the, the life-giving thing that God's trying to produce in our lives. Right. Oh, no, that's a great point. That is an excellent point. That is an excellent point. Man, I never even thought of it like that. But yeah, you, you're thinking like, if, if I go through this trying times, other people are going to go, wow, if they can't make it, I can't make it. <laughs> if, if they have problems, what's the hope of me having problems? And, and, and reality is you, you take that same situation and you put it on your job and people are going, Oh, they're going through problems. We all go through problems. No big deal. Yeah. We don't carry the same expectations on ourselves as a job that we would uh, or in the, in the marketplace as we would leading a small group, right? You're still, you, you'll go have the same conversations you would normally have on, the, on your work site that you would, but in a small group, you're exactly right. You go, Man, if I, if now the, the spotlight's on me, right? When I'm used to having the spotlight on everybody else and every, I'm helping these folks and I'm walking with them through things and, and, or, and you know, I'm help coaching them up in here or we're doing this together, we're doing that together. And now maybe the spotlight is on me a little bit more than I would like, right? How, what are they going to be thinking? And we know from being pastors, I think <laughs> for a while, most people are going, they're looking and they're going, this is awesome. What's, what's he going to do? What's he going to say? I really need to know how to get through this area of my life yep. as well. I've never had anybody ever walk through what he's about to walk through with God on his side and relationships around him. And I don't know, I'm ill-equipped to, to be able to do what he's about to do, but I'm about to get a front row seat to watch this firsthand. Yeah, there's something, I mean, you, 
you come to the group and you, I mean, I don't even know, like you, we could even probably do a whole podcast episode about like appropriate levels of vulnerability. Yeah. But oh. man, I, I'm almost like, I'm like, well, what, what's an inappropriate level of vulnerability in a sense? Like, like, let's be real people. How vulnerable. So I always defer back to the best small group leader I've ever seen in my life, Jesus Christ. And how vulnerable and real and what all did and his disciples saw him walk through every single challenge that he faced his yeah. he saw him having a great time they saw him crying you know they saw him he, they saw every aspect of his life which is what to me is what discipleship is right discipleship is not your information discipleship is show me how to walk through this and that's where I think shifting our mindset away from a program, from a, from a church program and to a relational family oriented. Um, I got a couple of episodes coming out pretty soon with a, a guy. Um, actually, I went to Bible college with about 20 years ago, doing a, doing a whole conversation about the church being your family. Yeah. And, and man, I mean, it's mind boggling. Uh, one, how, how far we can be off from that from that idea and uh and actually how um invasive the idea is like to to because you know how family is right it everything it's all everything's hanging out all over the place you know like the good the bad the ugly and and there's plenty of ugly you know and and i just think man you know what how different would our how different would our churches be if we created environments where it was okay to learn and it was okay to struggle a little and it was okay. Like, and we actually rallied around people. We didn't retreat to our own corner to to try to figure our stuff out. And then as soon as I'm better, I can come back into the group. You know, it's like, no, no, we're in the group. We're in this together. We're going to help you. We're going to pray for you. I always, there's a a story of a guy in, uh, in my small group years ago, that I remember him looking at me and saying, man, I don't, you know, I've been married for over 20 years and I'm not sure I love my wife anymore. Well, yeah. nobody, nobody kicked him out of the group that day. Nobody was like, you should stop coming to the group. Everybody rallied around him. Like they're praying for him. They're, they're, they're talking to him. They're helping him. They're like, man, let's fix this. Let's look at this. Let's do this. And let me pray for you. How are you doing? Hey, you should read this book, man. This really helped me. And so people are going, oh yeah, I've been there. Like, oh, I, I've, I've learned that lesson. Let, let me tell you what I learned. And we see so much life come out of that, that, that sometimes we, we actually defeat the very purpose of small groups because of our own. Um, and again, I think it's, it, it's rarely motivated by like bad heart. You know, it's, right. it's usually motiva- motivated by misperception or misconceived ideas of what life should be it's the american you know look good you know to everyone i gotta have my game face on how you doing melton i'm doing fine you know like that whole thing like absolutely are you asking because you want to (laughs) know yeah right what if if everybody answered that question honestly right 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 Uh, let me ask you this i mean so as you was talking i was like man it's good stuff do you think 
because we say small groups is a place to take the mask off, right? And we address that to people that are coming into small groups and going to be members of the small groups. Do you think we ever give that same permission to the small group leader? I think the permission is given far less frequently, but I, I always, me personally, I tell people all the time, you're going to get the level of vulnerability that you model. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I, I tend this way anyways, like, I'm kind of like, if you know, Rick, you know, Rick, like there, there isn't, there isn't another version of me. I don't have the energy to maintain two personas. So like what you see is what you get. You know, if you see me up on a stage or if you see me, uh, you know, hanging out in, in the lobby, or you see me in my living room, I, I'm basically the exact same person, you know, like I don't put on a show. I don't, I don't have a different voice I use when I'm on stage, uh, you know, probably, probably to my detriment, you know, cause I'm, I'm just that comfortable uh, kind of communicator guy. But, um, but I tell people all the time, like, man, I, you know, if I'm having a, I'm having a really bad day and, and, and it's Friday morning in my men's small group, man, I just like, Hey guys, today's rough. Yeah. And here's what's, you know, here's what's going on. Um, I'd love it if you pray for me. Like I got a leak in my roof and I don't know how to fix it. And, uh, you know, I'm a little bit stressed out about the money piece and mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know what's going, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, that, that actually legitimately happened. Um, that's, <laughs> that was a real story. And a guy in my group was like, Hey, well, I'd like to come over to your house on Sunday and take a look. The guy comes over and fixes my roof. Wow. For free. Wow. Like, and and I'm thinking to myself, like, if I had never been open and honest about that situation, you know, I'm, I'm out hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars. bare minimum. Because <laughs> you, you, didn't, you didn't use the resources that God had put in your life. Yeah. And I wasn't even thinking that the resources were there. It was just, just opening up and being honest about where we're at. And then God provides the answer as a result of that. I think, you know, humility where where there's humility, you know, God, God gives grace, you know, gives yeah. grace to the humble. And so, so yeah, there's lots of reasons why people, um, you know, feel like they need to take, uh, take a break. And so we actually came up with, uh, three, three steps, three possible steps. One is to step up or, or you know, one of the ways that we worded it was to lead through it yeah. is, is this, is this a situation where I need to step up and lead through or is this a season where I need to step aside and maybe take more of an assistant leader role? And so then that kind of even brings up the topic of the importance of building in an assistant leader in yeah. the whole small group world, um, like to bear the load for you, but also, so if you encounter this kind of a, maybe, maybe it's like a life altering situation. Maybe one of your kids gets really sick or something. And, and emotionally, you're just feeling like, I don't know that I can carry this load. Well, to totally retreat could be a, a, a big mistake because you've been building a relationship with these people that want to do life with you. And then to run away would be like insanity. Although it's kind of what we think about. So should we step up and lead through? Should we step aside and let an assistant come in? Or is there something going on in our life that is so significant and so detrimental 
that no legitimately I need to step back and take a break and address this. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I think an area where that's probably necessarily like a moral failure, something, you know, a sin issue that is really right. significant where your, your heart is not healthy, you know, your spirit is not in a good place. Then I think those are situations where, yeah, stepping yeah. back in that is going to be good. Go Absolutely. ahead. And I think in that situation, you're like, there's a problem between you and God in that situation. You know what I mean? Yep. There's a relationship yep. problem there. Um, but even in the step back, and, and this is something I was thinking about in all of these, what, what, what determines step up, step side, a step back. And I go, you know, when I'm recruiting small group leaders, I never ask somebody to, to lead a small group. Okay. Uh, as one of my, one, you know, here's a nugget. Um, I always say, Hey, let's pray about you leading a small group and let's see what God says. Because if we leave it up to, our own thought process, right? <laughs> then, it be, then you can go, I don't have time. I got this going on. The kids got soccer. This is not a good time, right? right? Well, let's, let's, let's see what God says about it, right? So always put it on the God. So I'm, hey, you, let's pray about it. I'm going to be praying. You be praying. Let's see what God says about you leading a small group. So even in those step ups, step aside, step back, I think the very first place you need to go is, Lord, what should I be doing in this season of my life and leaning hard on that uh, because he's going to, he's going to let you know. I mean, he's going to make it, he's going to make it evident and clear, right. Uh, what you should be doing, even if it doesn't seem like it's the best time or, 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 or whatnot. Uh, and if it is, let's say, for example, it is step back. And if it is, then there is another set of relationships that are that should be there waiting for you right that is there is another season of relationships that are there because i don't think he's going to call you to step back to be by yourself to be alone to go through the challenges mano a mano you, you know what i mean right so if it is step back, you should you should definitely take a, a look and go. Okay, who are the new relationships or relate? Maybe they could the old relationships or whatever. But the relationships, the godly, spiritual, life giving relationships that are here waiting for me to take a step back to to this season, because he's not going to put you in, in step back and just leave you to yourself. You, you know what I mean? There's there should be a net there of some more relationships. If there's not a net there, maybe just maybe he's saying you should stay in the relationships you have. Right. Absolutely. And maybe shift around to a different role right. in that group. And, um, and, you know, we talked about, you know, you and I, before this episode, just talking about how to, how to get back in after taking a break. Um, Cause sometimes, you know, new habits form and, and that's where I think even going into a break, you have to recognize uh, the reasons that are causing me to get to a place where I need to take a break um, and then finding, finding right rhythms uh, for your life. So that, so that this, this thing that has happened, whatever it might be, doesn't become this life altering long-term trajectory of, 
avoiding community and relationship and right you know intimate people in your life that can help shape you and mold you um, and really that's kind of one of the risks that happens frequently is that it's like somebody that stops going to church on Sunday for one reason like one reason or another like yeah. COVID for example you know and then they and then they're like well I kind of like sleeping in and eating waffles and you know and um, I guess I'll watch church online, you know, and <laughs> in my pajamas. That's right. And so new, new habits form, and those can be actually very challenging to break. And so um, just even, even to, again, and that comes back to the very beginning is, is do I view small groups as a program? Do I view them as a task mm. or do I view them as a vital part of the relationship side of my faith in God, that, that faith in God does not just simply, is not just simply this vertical thing between me and my heavenly father, but it is something between me and my brothers and sisters, the family of faith. And, and that, man, what, <laughs> like Jesus has tough words to say when people come, Hey, Hey, Jesus, your brothers and, and your mom, they're here. And he's like, who, <laughs> he's like, who are my brothers? Yeah. but but the ones that are here and do my will like whoa jesus like wow. like culturally what he did in that moment was egregious like it was a that was a serious yeah. thing he just threw down there he was like now this is my surrogate family right here yes and and, and that's what he wants from us in the church is to be family and uh boy americans don't uh, do that very well no, we don't. I mean, and we always, I think the end times, and this is what happens, I think in times of struggle, in times of stress, in times of pressure, we revert back to what we know and where we're comfortable and what, and most of the time we've went through times of stress and pressure alone, right? So that's comfortable to us to, to move backwards into that. Versus going, all right, this, the, instead of that new normal, which is I have these relationships around me, you know, I need to, I need to press forward into this versus back into where I came from. Right. I think it's just, a, it's a, you know, and I've, it's happened, it's happened way more times than probably it should where, where we, you know, people are going through things and they take that step back or even I've seen leadership say, Hey, suggest this might be a great season for you to take time and get out of leading in these certain areas and, you know, just kind of go, okay, well, if they're taking that step back, they're going back to what they know. They're not, they're not, what are they going back to? Like who's, who's, who's there surrounding them now? What's going on in their life? Oh, we, you know, and I'll even, I've even had the conversations, you know, I, so, uh, you know, how, so, oh, we just decided it was best, this is season, they want to take a step back, you know. Okay, well, well, who are they with now? Oh, I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? And then there's not a good season because now they're just by themselves, left to their own reconnaissance to get through this situation. This is, what got them probably in all the problems they've faced in their life anyway, they've had to go through them by themselves, not surrounded by people. This is, we need to get them back. They need to, they need to go forward, not take a step back. 
yeah. yeah. And I think as we're as leaders, you know, we need to lead people into breaks. If it is a step back season, yeah. we need to lead them into breaks with intentionality yep. and focus. Absolutely. Uh, so breaks, breaks aren't just rest time in the sense of lack of activity, because that will lead us in the wrong direction. Like anytime yeah. we go into like a laziness or inactivity, like the call of God for you to be a disciple maker still hasn't stopped, even in the midst of potentially getting your heart kind of restored after something significant, like God can still work mm -hmm. through you. Um, and so we need to go into these seasons, coaching people very intentionally, like, here's, here's what I want you to be doing. Here's how I want you to build your day. Here's how I want you to be thinking. And, you know, and then we're going to check in at three months and we're going to check in at six months and we're going to see how you're doing and see what kind of progress you're making so that there's benchmarks and, and accountability and stuff so that people go into this season of a break not to just like, oh, I'm going to magically get better, or feel better about this situation. Right. No, I'm going to go into this with intentionality and I'm going to heal and I'm going to get better. And I'm going to, I'm going to come out the other side uh, more well-equipped than when I went in. Um, Absolutely. Maybe so that maybe whatever caused the step back doesn't have to happen again. No, so, exactly. Good. That's a good point. And, and you get to know, and a lot of the small group leaders, once they start really walking and flourishing and in their in their given call and they're enjoying themselves, then a lot that becomes life becomes normal for them. They don't like breaks, <laughs> you know, or right. those breaks cause them to, to crave it. They, there's like a craving there. There's like a, a, you know, you start, you take somebody out of their family and, and they're going, man, I want to be back around the people I enjoy doing life with. And I'm right. You know, it's, you, you're turning them off after a certain point. It's like, all right, we're going to, we're going to turn you off for a minute and then turn you back on in a few months. Right. Like, yeah. Wait a <laughs> yeah. You know, you're, you know, you're winning as a small group leader when your group is like, ah, we don't need a break. Like we right. want to, like, why would I stop hanging out with my friends? You know, and exactly. you might, you might need to reboot it a little, but you know, uh, you know, like we always say over the summertime, here in the Northwest, it's like our three months of not rain. If you're mm -hmm. lucky, if you're lucky, it's three months. We always tell people like lean into that. Don't, don't fight it. Like, Oh, yeah. everybody wants to be outside. Nobody wants to come to the Bible study. Fine. Like just lean into that and be like, Hey, we're going to meet at the park. We're going to have a picnic. We're going to have a barbecue. We're going to, you know, we're going to meet at Joe's house because they have a swimming pool and we're going to, we're going to hang out together and mm -hmm. uh, we're going to build relationship. We're going to go deeper with each other in that sense. And so, um, so good. So, yeah, so we got, it's a, this is a, obviously a hard conversation to have in specifics because there's so many variables. And so we're not here to like provide you all of the quick and easy fix answers because I don't really think those exist, but I do believe this three part grid is a helpful grid to give you some tools to think through the process. You as the small group leader uh, can ask yourself the question, is this a season where I need to step up and lead through? Is this a season where I need to step aside and have Joe, my, my assistant leader, take the lead? And maybe God's you know, providentially gonna use this season to really catapult Joe into where he's supposed to be. Or is this a season because of something that's going on maybe deep in my heart, you know, that I need to, I genuinely need to step back. But in that process, I need to get two or three people 
that are, that know what's going on in my heart, that know what's going on in my world. And they're going to walk me through even this break season to get me to the other side, because God wants to re-engage that person in, in their walk and in their calling. Yes, absolutely. That's good stuff. Well, all right. Here's, here's the time in the episode where my guest gets the honor of, you got to give me one wrap up thought, you know, like your one last thing you want to tell everybody. Wow. All right, man. This is, I, I, I need to remember that this is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can start prepping as we go through. Uh, but if, okay, if, so if I'm going to stay along the side lines of small groups and leading your small group, find an area of your life that uh, you are really passionate about. Uh, maybe it's a, 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 it could be even a burden that you just something you're burdened with or something you're just passionate about. You might already be doing it. You might not already be doing it. Find an area that you're really passionate about, lean into it and find out how you can make a group out of it. Come on. That's good. Cause then, yeah, cause those passions don't exist in your heart by right. accident, right? No, they don't. They don't. I'm it's, t- uh, it's oof. like what the Bible says, you know, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he'll mm. give you the desires of your heart. Um, and, you know, there's so much that can be said about that verse. Does that mean that he changes your heart? So your desires are different. Does he implant certain desires in your heart and then gives the, you know, does he give you the desires of your heart? Like, mm. and, and so it's interesting uh, how, you know, when we're delighting ourselves in the Lord, we should pay attention to the things that our heart is passionate about and, and say, and it's because when, you know, people show up at your church and they're new and they're like, oh, you guys don't have a ministry that gives homeless people socks. Right. I'm super, I'm super, we might. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, well, well we do now because you're here and you're obviously passionate about it. And Uh, that's what it, and that's what it takes is it takes someone. So I always tell people like, Hey, you come to our church and, and you realize that we don't have the thing that you're crazy passionate about. Mm -hmm. I go one, uh, you can stay here and you can be mad. Two, you can leave and go find a church that has it or three, you could just entertain the thought that God may have brought you here for such a time as this to actually bring something we've been missing into our arsenal as a church. So we can better serve the community. God has put us in. That is so good. Maybe he's called you to do this Uh, and we want to help you do it. Come on, let's go. So, um, that's, that's awesome. I just, I love, I love the life that comes out of the impromptu conversation like like all right melton give me what you got you know and it turns out it's something so good so pay attention to the passions in your heart it just might be the direction god wants to pull you in um, to bring things out of other people as well and so what a great conversation today um seasons where you feel like you maybe need to step back but it might be the best season for you to step in Um, So step up and lean in, lead through that thing, step aside and let the assistant come in, or maybe it's a season where you need to step back. Um, We just want to say, hey, thanks for being a part of our listening audience today. Melton, thank you for your time. Uh, It's been really good. And I look forward to even bringing you back for another episode sooner than later. Um, With that, God bless you guys. Have a great day.
Awesome. Well, there you have it. Uh, like I said, that was a great conversation with Melton Weaver. Uh, super thankful for him to take time to join the program. And uh, here at the Growing Faith Podcast, perhaps if you are new, uh, just the reason that we exist is we want to simply equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. That's our heart here. And uh, so we would love to actually get feedback from you on other ways that we can serve you in this process. You can email me at growingfaithpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you and interact with you. Also, if you'd be so kind as to go to wherever you're accessing your podcasts and like, comment, rate, uh, give, give, uh, give all that love to the Growing Faith Podcast. We would love for you to help us spread the word. Also, if you found this particular episode to be helpful, I would love it if you would just send the link for it to two or three friends that you think would benefit from hearing this message today. Uh, With that, I just want to thank you so much for being a part of our listening audience. You really are the reason why we even put the work into it is because we think uh, you're valuable and that God's purposes that he wants to accomplish through you are worth investing in. So God bless you today. Have a most amazing day.